0: Hi, everybody, Dennis Prager, and this is the Fireside Chat every week of the year. It's amazing because I travel a lot, but we're we're very dedicated to this. Thanks for being with me. I'm in my home. That's Otto Needles to say. He can introduce me by now because he's so well known. And uh, let's see, the usual, my fire, my dog, my my study, and it's completely unscripted. It's just a chance to offer some thoughts spontaneously and take your questions. So why am I sitting with this? Two big uh, media things took place in this past week. One in Newsweek, which is well, not here or there. I'll, I'll talk about it in a moment. And the other is the New York Times. I'll start with the New York Times. The New York Times on Sunday, um, it's the biggest edition it publishes, uh, has a front page, huge front page article starts on the front page, on uh, PragerU, and uh, there it is, front page, and there's the article with the somewhat condescending uh, headline, It's it's a Fox News for Teenagers in Short Videos. That was the way the New York Times could put us down in the headline because uh, there's no reference to Fox News once in the entire article or anything or anything analogous. But that's what they decided. It's very different, by the way, from the uh, internet uh, headline, which was what? Do you remember what the internet headline is? It, it doesn't, anyway, it's just different. Be that as it may. Look at how big the article is. I mean, it takes an entire giant page of the New York Times with pictures of uh, Prager You folks. And uh, you know what am I going to say? Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, it was it was it was certainly helpful to a PragerU. This is the fourth gigantic, I mean, really, as you see, gigantic article on PragerU on a, a left-wing or left-of-center source, BuzzFeed, Mother Jones front-page LA Times and front-page New York Times and They they try they don't they're not happy with uh, How influential we have become in the lives of so many people? But there's there's nothing they could say Because we're very sophisticated. It's a very sophisticated operation. It's on a very high intellectual and moral level that's my intent. It's the intent of all of the 50 people who work there. It's the intent of the board of directors. These are wonderful people. We, even if you look, you can't find anything quote unquote hateful or anything like that. So they write what they write. My favorite line, I think, I think my favorite line I have more, I think I've more or less memorized it was uh, Prager you, something to this effect prager you circumvents or tries to circumvent brick and mortar universities and parents with its message which is such an odd state what does it mean circumvent what should we do Ask parents for permission to put out a video. Ask ask uh, the University of of Michigan. Can we put out a video? <laughs> it's such a bizarre line, but there are a few bizarre lines like that where the attempt is to try to show something in a darker light than uh, than reality would dictate. Uh, but I I I I don't believe that the writer uh, set out. I met her, and I said to uh, my colleagues at the PragerU. I don't think she set out uh, to write a hit piece on us. I want to be uh, very fair. I think the New York Times would have liked to, uh, but the reporter I don't think uh, wanted to. The New York Times did report on me uh, about two years before, and they 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 did. It was it was a sort of hit piece. It had nothing to do with PragerU. Just had to do with me. And the so-called controversy of my conducting the Santa Monica Symphony Orchestra at the Disney concert hall But I don't I won't get into that now. It's 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 actually worthy of mentioning another time But not not important Anyway, that's that's what it is. You could read the article obviously go to the New York Times and uh, and, and just read I'm sure we put up a A link to it right at PragerU. I'm sure we have and it, I'll tell you what's interesting there's something much more interesting to me than the article. What's interesting about the article is that the New York Times thought that we deserve front page reporting at such great length and couldn't find anything negative to say. I mean, that's, that's what's interesting. But the most interesting is to read the comments on the internet, on the New York Times page, where there are comments on articles. I read all... 800-plus it took me about five hours to go through all of them and I did and I on my radio show I have been reading a lot of them not all of them. It would, it would take me a week uh, but uh, I've been reading selected ones The the most common comment is well, this is right-wing hate They not one not one in 800 now not all 800 said that but not one in the 800 Gave one example of right-wing hate or any hate They would just say it because they're programmed to believe that if you are not on the left We'll just call you a hater. That's it's like it's they're programmed. I mean it's it's depressing That was depressing not the article the depressing is the comments of New York Times readers about the article I mean, these are people. I would assume ninety-eight percent of whom went to college, which is probably why they don't think clearly. And I don't mean that as a cute line. I really do. I don't believe college teaches you to think clearly. It teaches you to re, to memorize responses to things you differ with. Oh, six herbs: sexist, intolerant, xenophobic, homophobic, Islamophobic, racist, bigoted, and of course, hater. And now transphobic. There's a, a new phobia every couple of years. That's that's you ought to take a look at that Maybe I'll write an article on uh, on The comments I, I think I will Because that's that's truly instructive the stuff that people write but but uh, uh, A minority but a fair number wrote well, why don't you give us an example? They would write as a comment on the comment gee, uh, you know an honest question not even people who know us but you know, I don't I don't know Prager you just but I everybody who keeps writing this but I don't hear one example Of a lie. Oh kinds of lies, propaganda. Give us an example We don't lie Do I say that every single thing is uh, Is incontrovertible? I mean, it's very very few things other than you know, two plus two equals four is incontrovertible But God knows we never lie I mean, it's, it's actually wrong to lie, and I think, you, I think people have to answer to God if they lie. That's one of the reasons we're effective. I mean, when you think of the people, this is what, what isn't noted. Think of the people who have made PragerU videos. If I would write a response to some of these, I'd say, do you really believe Brett Stephens of the New York Times? Anti-Trump Brett Bret Stephens? He lied for PragerU, George Will, anti-Trump, Pulitzer Prize winner, they're both Pulitzer Prize winners. He's made a number of videos for us, did he lie? Would he, would either of these guys make a video for a lying propaganda website? Would, would, uh, would four prime ministers? we have four prime ministers who've made videos, or three prime ministers and four Pulitzer Prize winners. that's, that's, uh, that's actually the correct number. I mean, the, these people have dignity. Jordan Peterson, one of the most honorable human beings I've ever had the uh, the honor of meeting, he, he's done videos for us, or a video for us. I don't know how many. Would he would he associate or or all of these wonderful people Dave Rubin Ben Shapiro? I mean, there are so many uh, Extraordinary people I'm you know, I'm afraid to name any because I don't want to insult the ones I don't name But but you know, we have 400 videos. I can't I can't name everybody That's that's what they would have to answer The, the last Prime Minister of Canada Stephen Harper made a video for us. You think he'd associate with, with, a, with a propaganda mill? Or a lying site? Who else was the prime minister of Spain? The prime minister, I think, was it of Norway? Or, or I don't remember. Or Denmark? It, it's They don't know how to argue on the left. They only know how to smear. Which brings me to the other Perfect segue to the other item. Look at this headline uh, Newsweek from Newsweek Conservative radio host Ridicules and Frank. I don't get my wisdom from teenagers. I need I need one of those pages actually That's me this is this I have to say is the most despicable uh, Headline uh, I have seen in mainstream media as pure undiluted lie It's in fact a libel But I'm not suing them. I could but I'm not uh, My column is uh, is about them this week. You can read it. My I have a column every week. You sh- I hope you would all read it. It's easy to find. It's based on Townhall.com, but it's all over the internet, and it's at DennisPrager.com. And it is about this. D- you have to understand, charging me with ridiculing Anne Frank is uh, is so low, is so vile. I've devoted so much of my life to uh, the welfare of the Jewish people. I was a board member on the board of directors of the Holocaust U.S. Holocaust Museum. I, you know, uh, I. It, it's it's actually bizarre. It's so it's so bad. It's it's in the realm of the bizarre. So how did this uh, this guy who who should be uh, uh, who should be fired in my opinion, but I'm not calling for him to be fired. They just Newsweek should just apologize on his behalf. He won't. Benjamin Furnow, or Fearnow, F E A R N O W, who is uh, not a, 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 not an impressive human being. So how did I? How did he come up with my, the idea that I ridiculed Anne Frank? So it was on this watching a fireside chat. I was asked. In fact, I'll give it I'll be, I'm gonna give it to you exactly as it was said you could of course watch it So I got a question from Sam in Meridian, Ohio, Idaho On your most recent fireside chat. You said that people are not basically good. This is the question We've heard you discuss this topic before and Frank is quoted as saying despite everything I believe that people are really good at heart. How do you respond to her quote? So, this is a word for word transcription. I'm just going to add a bracketed words to make it clear. But this is what I said. She wrote that in her diary, the most famous Holocaust document. She was a teenage girl, a Dutch Jewish girl, who hid with her family until they were betrayed by someone to the Nazis, who then shipped them to death camps. And she died, murdered by the Nazis, in the death camps. She was about 16 years old, maybe 15. Her diary is very famous. It gives a face to the horror of the Holocaust. So far, does it sound like I'm ridiculing Anne Frank? Or am I saying how tragic and great she is? I continued. I know she wrote that. And my answer is, it doesn't matter that she wrote it. I don't get my wisdom from teenagers. That she was a wonderful young woman and wrote an unbelievably powerful document that will last forever is beside the point. I don't expect 16 year olds unless they grew up in a religious Jewish or Christian home where it is taught as a basic religious doctrine that people are not born basically good. She was a secular Jew. Most kids believe that people are basically good, but it isn't true. So it has never been an issue for me. Well, you disagree with Anne Frank So what and by the way to be very serious for a moment. I would be very curious I've thought about this a lot If I were to be able to visit Anne Frank while in a concentration camp Would she still have believed that? We don't know I ridiculed Anne Frank You have no idea how many left-wing sites now have Prager ridicules and Frank. Because truth is not a left-wing value. It's a liberal value. It's a conservative value, but it's not a left-wing value. This is one of the most repeated phrases of my life. Truth is not a left-wing value. That's why all these people writing in the New York Times could say we lie and we're this and we're that. They make it up. They make it all up. And this this is, a, this is a, he made it up. I didn't ridicule. I just read to you. You could watch it. I can't change it. It's out there in the fireside chat when I, when I spoke about this. To say that you don't get wisdom from, from teenagers is not to ridicule teenagers. Nobody got wisdom from me when I was 16. I didn't expect them to. In fact, I would have thought the world was upside down. If adults came to me for wisdom and I didn't go to them for wisdom, I would have been uh, a little horrified that things are not in, in balanced in life. There isn't, a, there isn't any human being I've ever met who doesn't believe they have more wisdom than they did when they were a teenager including, I suspect, uh, this guy, although he may not have more wisdom than when he was a teenager. By the way, I do believe that there are a lot on the left who don't have any more wisdom than when they were a teenager. That's why they're so offended, because they don't have more wisdom than when they were a teenager. That's why they want to give the vote to 16-year-olds. Why why in American history was it 21, not, not 18, not 16? Because Americans correctly believed that you need a certain cutoff age, obviously, and it should be later, not sooner, because few people have wisdom under 21, let alone under 18. But, uh, but uh, the Democratic Party in many states wants to give the vote to 16-year-olds, and, and they're right from their perspective, because they don't have more wisdom than 16-year-olds. I truly believe that. They don't. They feel they don't think. Anyway, where are you where you have to get wisdom now? You can get wisdom from life if you are predisposed to wanting to be wise, but not everybody is People will go through life uh, And and not grow up. I remember when I used to I, I ran a, uh, um, a An Institute for uh, an educational Institute for college-age kids For a number of years. That's how it's when I first came out to California In my late 20s and early 30s and I would give them lectures and I would tell them listen At your age, you think that at a certain age you automatically become an adult. It's not true You become an adult when you decide to be an adult There are many 50 year olds who are children and more than ever by the way more than ever So this is uh, this is this is a uh, This is a vile thing. You should uh, tell Newsweek they should withdraw it or or apologize. We got to fight. Otherwise, they get away with this stuff. Okie dokie. Time for your questions. All right. And here we go. Our first video or our video question for today. Hi, Mr. Prager, my name is Sherisa Griffiths. I'm a member of the Prager Force here in Lorain, Ohio. And I just wanted to know, how would you go about addressing the homelessness crisis that's currently going on when our economy is at an all-time unemployment low? Because there's something clearly missing when you have a lot of people homeless in an economy where unemployment is very low. The question is so good. Yes, that's a very fair question. Why, why, if almost anyone who wants can get a job, are so many people living on the street? Especially here in California, where I live. And uh, I'm not going to get into specific policies right now. It's a very long, complex question. However, uh, the, the uh, let's, let's put it this way. The major reason there are so many more homeless is not because of a lack of homes, okay? That's what the left will tell you because they always blame society for, for what, uh, especially American society, when American society may not in fact be to blame here. Why didn't they have more homeless in the past when people were much poorer? Why? When I was a kid, it was, it was, it was unknown basically, because they didn't let you live on the street. It was as simple as that. You were not allowed. I don't know why it is allowed today, because we have decided to uh, have uh, compassion, I think it's false compassion, but compassion over wisdom this is a perfect example of where wisdom matters. But why Why weren't there in the past? There were more homes? It's not because they were more homes. Uh, most of these people, many, oh, I don't know most, I. I I don't know if we know a lot That as to be absolute truth on these matters many have mental problems. I know this as a truth many have addiction problems That's that's a separate problem, but society does not have to allow for people to live in the street that is something that society that a higher civilization doesn't allow for their sake and for others I think the collapse of the family in many instances is a factor. The collapse of the family uh, is, is due to a values issue that has taken place in American life. Family is not nearly as valued as it was. And I think it's a collapse of religion because churches and synagogues so often played roles in these people's lives to help them out. Uh, but uh, vast numbers of people do not religiously affiliate. There are so many uh, I- issues involved. And as I said, mental illness. My wife and I, one night on a very cold night in Los Angeles, a number of years ago, uh, for whatever reason, we were out uh, late at night, maybe coming from a dinner. I, I don't remember why. But uh, there was a homeless man it who was, it was, uh, was a white uh, middle-aged guy. And I said, "I'll tell you what. I'll give you. Uh, I don't know how much. Five dollars, which is more than he usually gets. Maybe ten dollars. I don't know." I said, "If if you let me ask you questions, in, in effect, interview you, not not on a microphone, just human to human." I said, "Fine." He was thrilled. And and it basically, turned out. I said, do, "Do you have really no place to live?" He said, "No. My sister will take me in any anytime. I don't I don't want to. I want to live here in the street." And to us it sounds who would want to live in the street but a lot of them do I don't know why this man by the way was an addict and Maybe it was just easier for him. I don't know the answer. I don't know. I don't know what makes these people tick I do know that society has a right to say you cannot live in the street that I do know Ben 19 Hollywood Maryland How many states have a Hollywood? I really do wonder. I know uh, Hollywood, Florida, Hollywood, California, now Hollywood, Maryland. Mr. Prager, do you keep a diary, and what are your thoughts on them? I did keep a diary in high school, and that's where I wrote uh, when I wasn't writing about the girls I was interested in. Uh, I was writing about what I was, uh, what I wanted to do with my life and my my thoughts about life. I was I always cared about the big questions. I was I was very atypical as a kid, but I was very fun loving. I mean, you know, I had a lot of friends and so on. Uh, uh, but I my my mind was elsewhere. And uh, anyway, I wrote there. I know what I want to do with my life. I still have that diary. I want to influence people to the good and uh, that's that's all i've done it's all i've wanted to do and if it worked out it worked out and if it didn't work out i tried and uh, i wish i had kept up a diary the rest of my life and i know why i didn't i'm lazy now uh, i know that this might sound odd because i do get a lot done i admit that that's obvious but I, I have to fight my inner desire to just play. For example, uh, I, I love classical music. I could watch concerts on, on the internet because it's a great way, by the way, to get into classical music is to watch these concerts. That may hold your interest more than just listening in the beginning, but I still love watching. I, and I could just watch this stuff. I have a great stereo system. I could do my hobbies. I have uh, so many hobbies. Uh, I, I could truly sleep late, go to bed late, <laughs> completely irresponsible life <laughs> with great ease. Uh, but uh, uh, diary, I, I just stopped because it's effortful. Unlike Alan Estrin, my, my co-founder of PragerU, who is the most disciplined human being I know, he, he writes a page every single day. He has the page the day we met. It's really fascinating. Met Dennis Prager, da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, it, it's, it's quite, he, he under every circumstance, he could jet lag nothing. It doesn't matter. Uh, he will uh, keep a diary. You should do that. You will thank yourself later. And by the way, it doesn't have to be long. Write five lines. If I could do it all over, I don't have a lot of regrets. Everybody has some regrets. I don't know how you could live a life and have no regrets, but that would be one of them. Is that all well? All all good with Mr. Rowe? Okay. Eric, fifteen, Budapest. By the way, I'm speaking in Budapest. I um. I'll put it up at uh, DennisPrager.com as soon as it's finalized where it'll be. Eric, 15 years old, Budapest, Hungary. Good day, Mr. Prager. How would you challenge the leftist argument that the socialism that Bernie Sanders wants is not the same type of socialism that is used in Venezuela or the USSR? Thank you. I am a big fan. Okay. None of them start out with wanting Venezuela. (laughs) <laughs> or the USSR. <laughs> they just want bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger government, which means that government controls more and more and more. So you're less free and less free and less free. That's the way it is. You know, we have a video. Oh, this thing. Well, what about Scandinavia? We have a video by a, 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 uh, was it a I think a Dane, a, a major a Danish uh, thinker. Who says this is nonsense that we're, that we're a socialist state. Denmark is, is, a, uh, D- Denmark is a capitalist country. Uh, you, you know that the, in Sweden, the Swedish taxes on corporations were way lower than America's taxes until Donald Trump lowered them. So, uh, you know, the Scandinavian example is not, is not a good one. I don't trust people with power. You shouldn't either that's why the question are people basically good aside from god the existence of god The second most important question In determining how you look at life is do you believe people are basically good? And the amount that comes out that is wrong from that belief uh, Is uh, is astonishing you must understand that human nature is flawed doesn't, I never said we're basically evil. If we were just evil, there would be no good in the world. Of course, there's good, but human nature must be disciplined, must be fought. Okay? Most most fantasies people do not fantasize visiting the sick in a hospital, right? Let's be honest. So. Uh, why would you trust flawed creatures with all that power? That's why Lord Acton, the British thinker and and uh, and uh, diplomat, uh, Lord Acton uh, said the famous quote, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. That's just the way it works. That's why democracy with all its flaws is the best form of government. Well, really a republic is, but. We'll leave it at democracy and Churchill said democracy is the worst form of government except for all the others Which is true That's why you don't want to give the founders of the United States who would the ultimate uh, Truly uh, brilliant. Ooh, You know whenever I talk about the founders It's an astonishing thing He's thinking right now of Madison and Jefferson Adams Is that right Otto? Yeah, that's his way of affirming what we're just saying. They were they were the, they were geniuses. These were gifted, uh, gifted human beings, and they understood you have to put as many checks on power as possible. That's why Congress checks the president. The president checks the Congress. The court checks the president and Congress. Uh, there's always. Checks that's why there's an electoral college in America. We they don't even they didn't even trust the majority So they wanted to give small states power in deciding who's president so that the 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 biggest don't bully the littlest So this uh, this uh, you know Bernie said they all mean well Oh, we'll take over the entire medical system in America, and it'll only be better on what uh, why would I don't believe that It's not. It's not even possible. You have to fix what is broken, but you don't smash it. They smash what isn't perfect. That's what the left's view on and everything flawed is. Just get rid of it. The Boy Scouts, uh, beautiful art. Well, just religion. Oh, it's got flaws. Rio, what are you gonna substitute for Christianity and Judaism in the West? What are you gonna substitute? Social justice That's what they've done. It's exactly right. How's our time? Thirty-one. Okay, got that internal clock By the way, I got a Hungary story and then we'll go since you're from Hungary Eric So my first time in Hungary because I my my um. My field of study uh, was uh, communist countries, so I went to the Soviet Union and East Europe a lot. And uh, Hungary was at the time uh, under communist de rule. Janos Kadar, I'm sure it's a name you'll know. And my first time in Hungary, this is what happened: I took a uh, I took a hydrofoil, fast boat on the Danube from Vienna to Budapest. And when I got on the boat, I, I needed to go to the bathroom, and I figured, oh, I'll just u- use the bathroom on the boat. But for whatever reason, I guess because it's a quick trip, uh, they didn't have one, or at least that's what I recall. Otherwise, I would have used it. So I got to uh, Budapest in in some pain, needing uh, to relieve myself. But I had to go through communist customs. They open up all your luggage See if you're bringing any Western magazines in and they would take it away check everything So I'm in real pain when I'm finally when I finally got through communist customs in Budapest I walk out onto the street and i go, thank God. Oh, I see On on an island in a big highway on, on a, you know land a little land between the two directions of cars WC I think thank you God at least that's international it, it stands obviously for men's room ladies room WC is a water closet so anyway I go there and I see two doors and over one door it says nook and over the other door it says Furfiak and I look for you know like a, an outline of a man an outline of a woman nothing an umbrella and a skirt nothing the international symbol of male-female nothing just nook, and furfiak I don't know if I'm a nuck or a furfiak and I know a lot of languages but Hungarian you know it's related to Finnish, but only a long time ago there's nothing related to Hungarian So what do I do? I stand in the middle of the street and as people walk by I go, uh, excuse me, knock, Furfjak? So this six foot four American kid is asking Hungarians if he's a man or a woman. So some of them actually got scared. They thought I was a lunatic. Meantime, I'm in terrible pain and Hungarians think I'm a lunatic. This was not a good, uh, a good uh, moment for me. So finally, I go, I'm not going to get an answer. Nobody's going to tell me. Uh, so, I mean, what would you do if somebody said, hello, am I a man or a woman? You know, well, maybe today, well, today would be particularly confusing. So uh, I just figured, look, I got a 50-50 chance. Furphy X sounds like female. I'll walk into Nook. And I was wrong. And some women start yelling at me. And that's the first two words I learned in Hungarian, and I clearly have not forgotten them. So whenever I uh, meet a Hungarian, I tell them this story. I'm sure you get a kick out of it, Eric. So kiszenem sepen, which I also know. Thank you very much. To all of you, thank you, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for watching. If you'd like to keep these Fireside Chats free, please do by donating to PragerU.